Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Morning Glory brought to you by Fast Fuel Meals. Healthy meals, ready fast, enjoy quality food that tastes great and saves your time. It is time for Movie of the Week. Now, when you sit down and discuss great, great films, I'm, I'm some would say masterful films, this movie, I would suggest, wouldn't even earn a mention, but uh, it deserves to be. It is Whiplash. Why do you suppose I just hurled a chair at your head, Neiman? I, I don't know. Sure you do. The tempo? Were you rushing or were you dragging? I, I don't know. Start counting. Five, six, seven. In four, damn it! Look at me! One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Now, was I rushing or was I dragging? I don't know. Count again. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Rushing or dragging? Rushing. So you do know the difference. Oh, God. I had flashbacks of one of the coaches I once had. <laughs> Liam Alexander, welcome. Uh, morning, guys. How are you all going? Oh, Liam, we're going good, man. Hey, uh... What that's what you're like in the breaks. That's oh, what yeah, we That's how we do it. Hit the sting again, Maestro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Liam, what a film. Oh, I honestly, I think this is one of the greatest movies made uh, this century, honestly. It's one of the most anxiety-inducing films you'll ever watch. J.K. Simmons is one of the scariest guys in this movie is Terence Fletcher. But I think the best part about it, it's got this very interesting theme about how much are you willing to sacrifice to be the best? And do the yeah. ends sort of justify the means? So I think it's a really rewatchable movie as well. Uh, uh, just before we do, but for people, a lot of people haven't seen this movie. I think the majority of our listeners haven't seen it. Uh, Liam, the plot. Yeah, so the movie's about a young drummer. He's at uh, one of the top music conservatories in the country and he dreams of being one of the all-time greats. But He's struggling to sort of make the main ensemble until the lead conductor who we just heard, uh, J.K. Simmons, uh, as Fletcher, takes an interest in him and sort of suddenly elevates him to this main position. But after that first practice session, which is one of the great scenes, it sort of becomes apparent that Fletcher is a tyrant and will stop at nothing to realise Andrew's potential, whatever whatever the cost. Now, is Fletcher, I know you just said that, but bird's eye view, you know, you know creating art, greatness... Is mm. Fletcher a hero or a villain? Mm. Oh, good question. I think, I think that's, one of the gra- that's why the movie's so great because it doesn't really answer it because in the end, Andrew does become one of the great drummers, but you could argue that his soul has essentially yeah. been destroyed yeah. in the process L- of loses. becoming it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'll ask you, Slim. Uh, was he majority searching for perfection or more a ruthless madman who couldn't make it himself so he took it out in his students? I think that's arguable as well. I think like there are so many little scenes and moments and I think, I think he sort of, he has the right idea. Like I can understand it, but I think there's parts of him where that are so narcissistic and sort of borderline evil that it, it, it's too much. I think. See, I, I think, I think he's a hero. Yeah. Right. 
I think he's a hero. Oh, jeez. Because. <laughs> Anti-hero. No, no. Think about this. Okay, one person's, and look, maybe we're talking about dictators later, so we'll get deeper into this if you want, but one person's soul is sacrificed, but think about how much happiness has been brought to the world by his villainary leadership and teaching of talent. And, like, he, and, like, he, like, and he uses a story um, about Charlie Parker, the obviously mm, the famous jazz musician, yeah, about yeah. the symbol being thrown at his head to yeah. sort of convey, this is why I'm right, because I'm going to create well, But genius. also... The uh, the youngest student, he consensually went. Yes, to it. he, yeah, yeah. he consented yeah. to it. Well, I tell you, if you look at like in sport, like I never had coaches to the degree, well, one or two maybe, <laughs> uh, but of, of him being a madman. But I had coaches who football education, what drove me to the brink of almost being insane. Mm. But when you come through the other side of it, you know, and you think about this young drummer, imagine him in twenty years teaching. I know, yeah. but you, see, I, but I'm like you. I, when I watched this movie, I think you just nailed it at the start, Lane. We said it, it, like the anxiety that it induces in the in the in the viewer is like that's what I got out of it. I was sitting there like a nervous wreck watching that movie. But it's the same, and it's the same in sport, the military. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like wh- how far is too far? Yeah, but but true. but if you're going to be the best of the best of the best and be the greatest, yeah. and you know, yeah, take all the it. chocolates, you, and that's what you need to be driven by someone like that. Yeah. Uh, Liam, was this originally a, a, a short, film? short film? Yeah, so it, it basically, uh, Damien Chazelle, who's the writer-director, is a, a really great filmmaker. He, he couldn't get funding for the movie, which is not surprising, because a movie about a drummer doesn't really scream a big hit. So he, he turned it into a short film, which was essentially a 14-minute version of that first uh, practice session. And it ended up winning the um, Sundance Film Festival Best Short Film that year. So he got funding soon after that and was able to make it. But he only made it for $3 million, Whiplash. So it was a pretty low-budget movie, shot in 19 days, which is really, really quick for a feature film. But ended up being a really big success. Yeah, because as you just said, 19 days, 14 hours a day to do this. The entire process from start of filming to the final edit only took 10 weeks, which in terms of making a movie is that's Insane. unheard of, really. It's, uh, it is totally unheard of. And the, the stuff that came out about it, like, you know, the, the this little things like the slaps, yeah. like, he did that. And then when he, um, there was a moment where J.K. Um, Simmons had his, there was a, like, a violent um, outburst between um, Miles Teller and him in the movie, and it cracked his rib. So, like, J.K., they actually hit each other wow. to make it more realistic. And the same with... Um, you see him drumming at the end. I know we're going to talk about the ending, obviously, but the blood splattering around, and that actually was was happening. blood that was happening because yeah. Teller could actually can actually play the drums. He's played the drums since oh, he was right. fifteen. Yeah. And J.K. Simmons is actually a trained musician himself. No so he's also a, he's also a pianist who he had a musical degree. So um, they know how to they know how to throw down musically. Liam. <laughs> There's a term I've never heard before. There you go. Thank you to Donnie Sutherland. Uh, Liam, some of the great scenes. What's your favourite scene? I mean, there's, there's so many like, little ones that you don't see coming, like the car accident. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, stunning. That whole, yeah, that whole sequence from him leaving the drumsticks at the car rental place and having to rush back and then oh. getting in that accident. And then oh. when he just gets on stage, yeah, that is a great scene. Deep question, deep question. But do you think great art requires pain? I think so. Yeah, I think if you look at some of the great films, some of the best books, I think um, there's always a degree of suffering. But I think the great question is how much suffering is actually required. But mm. I think there's because there's always truth 
in suffering, I think, and pain. But I don't know. Sometimes when you look at the result, you could argue that it's worth it. But it is an Oprah yeah, soul issue. Right, well. yeah, sorry. From your that pain, Liam. Right, boys. He, he's a hypothetical. Want you to think about here? Can mull it over. Mm. Right, what happens in the next thirty minutes of this movie if it continues? Does he and the lunatic teacher uh, do they become friends? Or is too much damage being done? Do they go their separate ways? What happens to I, both after this, their I, relationship? I I reckon uh, Damien Chazelle, the director, actually spoke about this. Someone asked him, what do you think happens to Andrew after this movie? And he said, I reckon he ends up dead in like 15 years at 30 years old, like that other great drummer. So I I, I don't see it I, like an abusive relationship. I think it sort of peters out. He becomes the best, but he can't yeah. sustain yeah, that level. Because he's lost his humanity and he's lost mm. his... his lost himself mentally to get to that stage. Isn't it amazing about drummers? Is there something in that? You're saying, you know, a lot of great drummers die early. John Bonham, yeah. Keith Moon. Well, they, they said Buddy Rich, the famous jazz mm. drummer, like he, he was a lot of the inspiration for this and apparently oh. great on stage and everyone go, oh man, Buddy Rich, look at him go. Apparently off stage, he was an absolute monster of a human. I, I thought that, like, my interpretation towards the end was they became almost like old warriors that had gone mm. through the fire together and come out the other side of, you know, they'd always got those moments together. So there was this deeply ingrained respect. Yeah. Um, they also, Liam, I think it was Bill Simmons I talking about this movie, and they said, in essence, it's a sports movie. Mm. That made sense. Oh, and, yeah. They're competing. And you takes you back to, to your days of playing the NRL when you're doing preseason, and the coach plays you off against other blokes in your position. There's that scene where he keeps rotating the three of them on the drums. Yeah. yeah. That is so sport. Oh. But would they do that? Would coaches coach like that now? Would they play those games? Subtle, more yeah, subtle. Yeah, wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be. There's a lot of subtle things that happen but when you're coming through. They'll put you in like positions where you're a young, a 17, 18-year-old, and see whether you crumble. But you don't. You, you may never know that they intentionally put you in that position. Right. But you, you, you spoke a little, couple of weeks ago how when you first turned up, they said – you run against Webke. Yeah, yeah. That, Isn't that, was, that the sort of, And it was to prove how yeah. tough you were. Well, I, I think it was just because I was picked out of a whole squad of 30. But even going further back, I wasn't actually supposed to be in the top grade squad. They took me to the army camp. And then because I went okay at the top, the army squad, it, they put me in the top squad the next year. So they yeah, do it all the time. Okay. We, at the nights, every Saturday in the preseason, shows you how much training's changed. A 10K run, Blackbird. Blackbutt Reserve through the this sort of uh, forest area, and mate, it was so ridiculously tough. And the last one we did, just after the Christmas break, was a really important one: how you get a jump on blokes in your position. And there was Ooh. me and another guy was competing for the same for the same jersey. And the old coach Alan McMahon at first grade, you know, more younger guys coming through, he went up to me and he said, "I want you to beat that bloke today." Pointed yeah. to the bloke, he said, "I want you to beat him." all costs and I'm, and I'm thinking oh Mac is on my side then I walk over to the other toilet I go around the back of the toilet and he's saying to him no, I no. want you to beat that guy today <laughs> hey Liam has you sure the... your uh, coach wasn't Fletcher Brian <laughs> <laughs> <Ryan> Fletcher <laughs> hey uh, Liam this the, the, the finish of this movie is so tight so classy it's genius could it have finished in any way more superior no, I don't think so. I love a movie that finishes at the absolute height of its climax. And I think, like, on paper, it's a 10-minute drum performance. So, But it's honestly one of the most riveting, uh, exciting endings to a movie you'll ever see. So I, I think Damien Chazelle picked the absolute like, perfect spot to end it. 
Okay. I, I've watched. I've watched. I've rewatched Whiplash. Let's say fifteen times. But when I say I rewatch Whiplash, I reckon thirteen of those times have been the last ten minutes of this yeah. movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's how. That's how amazing. Benny, it is. score it of hundred. Ooh, I'm going to give this a ninety. Yeah, I want to give it a hundred. My first. Wow. Yeah. I just think it's that good. I, I yeah, think. I really? think that for what it was trying to do, how could it be better? So I give it a hundred yeah. too. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to give it a hundred as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice <laughs> saying a hundred. No, yeah, a hundred was a hundred. Yeah. So do you? Okay. Before we, before we wrap up the ending, do you think the smile at the end by J.K. Simmons is him going, "I got you there. Mm. You, you came with me, and I got you there." That acknowledgement, or like, how do you how do you sit on? I that? interpret it as uh, uh, a mixture of that. I got you there, but also. Now you see what it was all for. Yeah. Yep. Now okay. you see. Because I, I, yeah. I've always it, thought that as well. Is it pride? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? I'm proud so. of your son, or is it self satisfaction? You know, yeah. Because I, I think the other the other telling thing there is um his dad that Paul Reiser plays is looking through the doorway at his son. Yeah. And there's this slow pan, uh, move in on Paul Reiser. And he and he go. He knows. Oh my God! He's my horrified. Son, my like, son has become this thing. Yeah, right. And almost like a parent going, "Oh no, That's my son." Yeah. Uh, powerful. Powerful. Well, I tell you what, Watch Liam, hang around, mate. What we're going to do? We're going to take a break. After we're going to talk about the greatest, most classy movie endings. Stay with us.